0: Welcome to We Are A Servant's Bible Study, a Bible study that breaks down each book chapter by chapter to give you a little bit more insight and application in your daily life. No matter how long you've walked with Jesus, there is something for you. Please hit the follow button and check us out on all major platforms. Now to the show. Yeah, now we're good.
1: Sweet. So here we are in Genesis 13. So I guess a little recap time. Uh, Genesis, was oh, so... it? Genesis, uh, the historical—I almost said the story. We're going to say the history of the creation of the world, destruction of the world through the flood. Uh, Genesis 10, hit on some genealogy, 11, Tower of Babel, and then entered Genesis 12, which was—we got introduced to, to Abram and some mistakes he was making there. Um, so Abram, of course, was, you know, promised uh, by God um, a land, Right. Uh, so he left where he was from. The the Ur of the Chaldees started moving through to Canaan and, and twelve, some stuff came up there with some famine. So he left there and went on this, uh, you know, unfortunate detour to Egypt. And that's kind of where thirteen picks up. It's uh, Abram is on his way back, back to like the beginnings, right? Back to find God is kind of how I, I was reading this. Um, so let's we'll kind of break down thirteen here and get some information out there about what's what's happening here. So thirteen starts with with Abram. Um, leaving Egypt. He's leaving with his wife. Um, of course, he's leaving Egypt partially because he's kind of got kicked out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know, after mm-hmm. that whole debacle you just heard us talking about, um, the Pharaoh kicked him out, essentially, after calling him out on his lies and deceits. Uh, so he's leaving there with his wife, and he's also leaving with Lot, which is his nephew. So they're leaving, and it, it says in in verse 2, they're leaving with like an abundance of riches, cattle and silver and gold and all stuff. So... Um, so they, they head out again. He's leaving, going back to the beginnings here, back to what God had promised him. And he, but he's leaving with a lot of money, and I think we'll probably jump into this tomorrow. This money is kind of a blessing, but it's also kind of a test, and uh, you'll even see that as the chapter unfolds. Um, so it keeps going through, and you'll see that they they get to a place on their journeys where they're in a place called Bethel. Um, it's a place where it's t- towards the beginning, it's towards Canaan, right? Um, and this is where he goes back to the first altar that he built. That's right? the original location where he built an altar. And there, Abram calls upon the name of the Lord. Um, so about this time, it enters the, the, this problem that's going on in the chapter. So Abram and his, his nephew Lot are having an issue. The issue is they have too much, right? So yeah. they came back with all these riches, all these cattle. It's the big issue here. So all of Abram's cattle... Are taking up a lot of space, and then all of Lot's cattle are taking up a lot of space to the point to where their their shepherds, their herdsmen, are like starting to fight amongst each other. They're, they're fighting over resources, is what it sounds like, right? There's yeah. only there's only so much for the or land, land, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for them to you know to occupy, to graze and, stuff. and yeah. they're so rich from their time in I guess you know in their travels, especially from Egypt, it sounds like um, that now they can't even dwell together. Um, so because of these. I don't know these disputes they're having. Um, Abram, I guess, kind of in his wisdom, I would assume in his wisdom. I think he's about ninety-five in this chapter. Is about what what I came up with. Um, maybe a little bit younger. I could uh, be he off. He has floor. to be younger. He has to be younger. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because he's oh, like wait. eighty-five when he has his kid.
1: Yeah, you're right. So. Um, I I'm thinking about a different chapter. You're right. So he he's, he's, he's old, right? Yeah. So he's got some <laughs> so wisdom. Old, we'll go with that. He's, he's, a, he's a man of wisdom, at least more wisdom than Lot, we'll say. Lot is his nephew, so he should be you know a little, a little more wise than him. Um, so, of course, because of the strife, Abram goes to Lot and says, hey, let there be no strife between us. He actually says, let there be no strife, I pray thee. So he's almost like, in a sense, like, I won't say begging him, but like pleading with him, like, let's not fight. Um, and then he even says in the next verse, like, let's separate ourselves. I- I'm going to let you pick. All right, Lot, it's up to you. Um, if you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. You take what you want, and I'll take whatever's left over, which is like a super humble thing for a man like him to say. Like, I mean, yeah. maybe he's just a really giving guy. I don't know, but it's really, really a cool picture here. Um, and then we see that Lot chooses for himself. And this is going to be pretty important. I think a good talking point for tomorrow's discussion that lot chooses for himself and he chooses to go towards the plains of Jordan he talks about the plains of Jordan being, um, well actually he says before they were destroyed before they were destroyed, the plains of, of Jordan were, um, even as the garden of, of the Lord. So that's referring back to the garden of Eden. Right. So like, this is a beautiful, wealthy and, you know, it's resources location for him to take his cattle and go, lots of water Uh, lots of water right exactly so it's a good place for him to go but it's also in a a, the wrong direction in a sense right um and if you know what happens next you'll know that he ends up um pitching his tent towards sodom i think toward is a very important word it doesn't say in sodom he's just starting to move in the wrong direction but it's not actually like in the wrong place yet right even as far as sodom yeah Yeah. so he's, (laughs) he's 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 close by he's moving in the wrong direction he hasn't made the i wouldn't say the the decision to do the wrong thing yet right Mm. Um, but he's allowing the opportunity to present itself i would say that lots the first case we see someone backsliding in the bible Um, and we'll discuss that i think tomorrow i think today be the wrong time but we'll see um so that's that's kind of the story of lot and abram and their their separation okay and then this chapter continues to go from there and it jumps back to a story with Abram. Um, and so starting, I think it's around 14 or 15 is when, uh, the Lord says to Abram, um, you know, lot separated, lift up now thine eyes and look out at everything you see. And it's not just like, you know, he went this direction, everything you see, you said, you go to the right hand, I'll take the left. It's not just look everything to the left. Look at everything you see over here. That's yours. No, he says, look everywhere, look North, look South, look East, look West, look everywhere. That's the land I promise you. Um, so, um, it's, here's basically the, the, the whole thing for the rest of the chapter is God saying, here's what I've promised you, um, is this land, um, that your seed will, you know, own this forever, basically like your offspring, even though he has no kids yet. Like you were just saying, John, like his first kid was born when he was like, what he said in his eighties, nineties. Yeah. So he does not even have kids yet. He's still getting this promise here in, uh, here in 13. Um, and then the, the chapter ends with a, I think a pretty cool thing, um, it basically, says God, says Abram, I want you to, to arise and walk through the lands, just start walking. So, like, I call it a faith walk. He's like, you don't own it yet, but go ahead and start walking. Yeah. What what I've told you is yours is yours, and just start walking through it by faith. And Abram does what Abram does and takes up his tent because that's all he cares about for himself. That's mm-hmm. his dwelling place. Takes up his tent and starts walking. And that's pretty much where the, the chapter ends off, is with him walking through what God is promising, which is the lens. So that is that is the information. Information. On 13. So, so
2: 18, he does uh, pitch his tent near Mamre. I guess that's how you say that, at mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah.
2: And then he built another, built another altar. altar. Yep.
1: Yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of think of this chapter as, obviously we know what happened in the, the previous chapter. We discussed that everything that happened in egypt and all that and so this is him kind of moving back to the beginnings back to his like original um dedication point almost if you want to call it that to god um finding that original altar and, and in verse four it says and calling upon the name of the lord so i feel like he yeah that's where he goes Reaching back out to, to you know and i think that's kind of an important thing for a lot of people need to do you know it's kind of go back to that beginning stage um I think it's a cool. It's a cool that he physically went back there. I mean it's not something that you can we can always do, but I think it's pretty cool
0: i think um so a few things that people that are listening probably don't pick up again and we 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 hit on it uh when he moved to Egypt is lot and Abram are almost like uh, tribe leaders mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. so you know, as we read it, as it as it's read, and if you just again, I'm a I'm a visual person, so we're I'm just picturing these two gentlemen standing in the middle of the desert. But in reality, they're the focus of the storyline. But there's multiple people with them because we're talking about shepherds that are with them, so they have a family. That we're we're talking like we're moving tribes, not just yeah two yeah, people moving yeah. people. Um, yeah. What you'll see and what you're going to continue to see in Abram's story is when he reaches for God and asks God and builds the altar, good things happen, right? Um, but when he doesn't reach for God and they try to make plans on their own, it is just a disaster every time. And the two things I pulled from this was, one, that they, they're like a nomadic they're nomad tribes, and the Genesis, the author of Genesis, continues to remind us that they have tents. Yeah, which is you were saying before, and this was probably like I believe we we're just talking that um, it's never it never hard structure because he never settles because God doesn't want him to settle; he wants him to keep moving. Um, so it's uh, what is it called? It's not a uh, temporary. These yeah. are all temporary spots, but these altars that he builds are. The physical, like, hard spots that he, like, lands. And then, um, yeah, the second point that I want to make is that God's promise, those seven promises, were not to Lot. They were to Abram. Mm -hmm. So Abram tries to make the decision. Well, I mean, in a way, he's, like, trying to be good, like, as in, hey, we we have a problem here. Um, We have to make things go, uh, make things work between our two tribes but again nobody talks to nobody talks to God about it and then he tries to give land like God gave him land to Lot like move over God already gave me all this and I'm just going to give you that piece over there like pick a spot that you want to go and I I think it's important that at the end of it you know God says like all right pick up and move again and I wonder if that is his like a blessing because he gave it to lot. He gave lot this little spot and and God already knew how that Sodom thing was going to work out. And he wanted to separate Abram from that. Or was it, God was upset with him. Like you could have had that. I gave that to you. Now we're going to have to move you again because you know, moving a tribe of people and picking up all these, all these things and moving, moving uh, livestock and moving your crops because Again, we're not talking days. We're talking years that these things happen. That it doesn't. T- it takes a while for cattle to overcome a a piece of land that it, this would become a problem. So we're talking maybe temporary s- uh, structures that they live in, but like permanent things that they have started using on um, water sources, like the normal things that you need. Bing bong. Hmm. That's here. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> so. I just, I I look at it like, again, where we are, Abram is not looking to God for an answer. He's trying to fix it himself as we're going to keep seeing. And then it kind of makes, it makes his life a little bit harder because now he has to pick up and move. He just couldn't stay because in reality, he could probably just stayed right where he was and Lot moved out. Yeah, sure. Hmm. What's your thoughts? Hmm.
2: hmm. I, uh, huh. I, sp- I mean, it kind of stands out to me a little bit. Um, verse, verse eight, um, Abram showing some serious humility. Um, that's kind of what I'm pulling out of it. Um, he says, please let there be no strife between you and me and between my herdsmen and your herdsmen for we are, we are brothers it is not the whole land before you. Um, please separate from me if you take the left then I will go to the right in other words he's letting him choose basically getting first choice right, right? he's getting first pick of, of what the best is out there um, and I think God blesses blesses him for that okay um, <clears throat> that's that was kind of my like initial thoughts trying not to get in the application but uh, which is always difficult yeah um, but he gives him first pick first uh pick of the litter if you will yeah um and uh show some serious humility because i think if you've been following these we kind of know that hey like abram's the he's a bigger man if you will like he's he's kind of in charge it it could it could could be uh
0: i think i was just saying that he's not they're not going to god as in like we don't see it i mean maybe i'm sure they prayed every day and like went to God about these things and maybe we're just seeing like the, the big overarching, like what happened, the big conversation portion. But like, I I just thought it was weird that God promised him all this land. God promised Abram all this land. He didn't say you and everybody that you bring with them. And then he gave, he gives it away. Yeah. And is that like, I I guess like after you, you Nate, after you said what you said, I I think it's, yeah. Then I agree more of like him being the bigger man and offering his blessings to somebody else. So maybe it is that portion yeah. of
1: it. No, now, I, I have two thoughts on that. I'll, I'll save them for tomorrow um, that I actually have in my notes here. I think it'll be, it's a really good talking point though. That's exactly one of the things I want to discuss Yeah. Uh, for the application portion. But it's, I think that's a really important thing is the whole dividing lands and dividing family mm-hmm. um, over possessions is a pretty good, application yeah. this chapter and of you see name. that in, in the gospel
0: thoughts. too mm-hmm. i mean god jesus says like leave everything yeah and follow me
1: yeah you know absolutely.
0: so um <clears throat> i i mean the bible bible is a strain it's always gonna be this like living document <laughs> that just keeps kind of repeating itself yeah. and we keep failing at each thing that <laughs> repeats
1: because we're stupid
0: yeah but uh <laughs> no I, th- I think that was a good wrap good wrap up you I know think nick
1: uh
2: no, I don't think so. I mean one thing that maybe we didn't touch on, the Canaanites and the Perizzites were also living in that land. Yeah, um yeah. so it was kinda there were multiple peoples here. Um and then Lot and Abram's people are, are both growing and uh It's kinda kinda hard not to say too much. Y'all pretty much covered all of it um without getting into some application. I think well, it was, you a, so you, you, cool you hit though. you. I mean, uh, you hit it on it. verse eighteen. Abram moved his tent and went and dwelt in the terebinth trees of Mamre, which are in Hebron. And what did he do? He built yeah, an, built an altar, altar to the Lord. Yeah. So he's he's essentially giving thanks. Yeah, um, that was a good point you alluded to earlier. Pitching um, tents a, and building a, altars. A good a good uh, ending in the wrap up, and I think he's he's giving. Um, praise. He's giving, he's being thankful, essentially, and yeah. building that altar to the yeah, Lord. Of course. In uh, the wrap up, that was another thing that stood out to me um, in the chapter. Cool. <clears throat>
0: also, well, we got to wrap it up.
1: We're at uh, that's a wrap. We're at the time. At the time. All right. Well, Great. we'll see y'all tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Application. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. It is John, Matt, and Nick. You know, our thing and our big takeaway from everything that we're doing right now is to help you find Christ. Without him, we would be nothing, and this podcast would be nothing. In Romans 10, 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And that's all you need to do. You need to do profess your love for jesus christ open your heart and let him into your life Uh, find a friend tell them pray about it do whatever you got to do but there's a reason that you are listening to this podcast if you're already saved go save a friend